Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 Rock. Thanks, Estrella Slada, for hopping on the program today. Great to visit with him about the Kansas Jayhawks. Once again, they have an easy game, I'd say, this Saturday as they go to Nevada. Like I said, right before I got to break there, I mean, the slate this week for college football is not, it's not good. It's its not that great. It's really, really not. Um, so... Like I said, if you've got projects to get tackled or things like that, this would be the this would be the weekend to go to it. If you have some projects and things that you want to get done, so. But honestly, it's these type of weekends, like where there's not a lot of great games that usually you see an upset or something happen. You know, these are, this is a lot. It's kind of the week before conference play begins for a lot of teams, and so they've they've gotten this is their third and final kind of tune-up game and then they've got a conference play next week so sometimes you see a few slip-ups and so you got to be prepared for that some teams are coming off big wins uh against really good teams uh in, in a power five power five matchup and so then they come back they play a little weak team and sometimes they they slip a little bit so like i said there could be some interesting games this week but once again the slate overall not a good one let's get to the college football power five Power five, number five. Let's get started with number five, and this one might be a stretch, and I don't know why. This is what I guess this is me thinking that we could maybe see a closer game, but it probably will end up being a blowout. You've got the Texas Longhorns at two and zero hosting the two and zero Wyoming Cowboys there at uh, DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. Reason and look, this is a four touchdown ball game. Texas is coming off a massive win at Alabama. They just are. They're coming off a humongous win at Alabama. They're riding high, all that stuff. Let's not forget that Wyoming took care of Texas Tech in double overtime and come from behind fashion. Now, that was once again in Laramie. But this could be an interesting game because Wyoming plays a style of football where if they can possess the football, run it, and keep it away from Texas's offense. And on top of that, Texas goes in big-headed like they love to do because they just got the win of the weekend last weekend. This could be a lot closer and more entertaining game than possible. I'm not saying Texas loses, but it could be a little more closer than the 28-point spread uh, says it might possibly be. Number four. Let's move on to number four in our college football power five. That would be, I don't know, to me it's all about, you know, at, you know, it's like how the colors match up. Sometimes it can be that simple. I don't know why, but Minnesota 2-0 to start the year against 2-0 North Carolina. Minnesota's got a really good defense. North Carolina's got a really good offense. Minnesota has allowed a total of 220 yards per game so far, while North Carolina is putting up over 480 yards per game. This is a great matchup. Now, Minnesota's offense is not that great. North Carolina's defense is not that great. That could lead to being a pretty entertaining game. It's it's in uh, Chapel Hill. North Carolina, 20th ranked, welcoming in the Minnesota Golden Gophers and P.J. Flack. I think this might be one of the more interesting games based upon you have a great defense and a great offense squaring off which one gets the best there in North Carolina. 
Number three. Number three, an SEC conference matchup between the LSU Tigers and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Tigers bounced back after a very bad-looking loss to Florida State. They they absolutely rough up Grambling 72-10 and take out their frustrations. While Mississippi State has coming off an overtime win against Arizona. The Tigers should probably win. They're close to a 10-touchdown favorite. It's on the road where the Cowbells ring, Davis Wade Stadium. Still think this should be a pretty entertaining football game between the Tigers and Mississippi State. We don't. I don't know what to think of the Tigers. Are they what we saw against Florida State? Is that who they're going to be this year? Or is that just a letdown game and they're going to be the team we thought they were, which is a top 15 contending for a cultural playoff type of squad? We'll find out against a very good uh, home team in Mississippi State. That's number three on the Cultural Power Five. Number two. On to number two. Another SEC conference game, a rivalry game. One that has lost a lot of luster since the 90s. And it may not still be that great, but it should be a great atmosphere at the Swamp as Florida hosts Tennessee. The Volunteers 2-0 after nice win over UVA and a closer win than people would think against Austin P. While Florida has tested themselves with a loss at Utah and then blowing out McNeese State to get to 1-1. One one. Right now, Tennessee is a 6.5 point favorite. The Gators defense has been pretty good. A hunt less than 200 yards allowed per game for this Florida defense. Going up against an offense that's putting up close to 480 yards per game in Tennessee. Once again, the matchup, a great offense against a great defense. That makes it interesting. This game could be closer than people might have thought when the season began. We'll see. But Tennessee, Florida is my number two game when it comes to the Cultural Power Five this weekend. And on to... Number one. Number one. How about the Backyard Brawl? I think that's what this is called, right? I think it is. Pittsburgh and West Virginia used to be a big East rivalry game. Now, of course, with Pitt in the ACC and West Virginia sitting in the Big 12, these teams don't play as much. This is a big rivalry game between these two programs, and nothing says college football more than a big rivalry game. Pitt has not looked great offensively. Phil Jerkovich, the transfer from Boston College, has struggled through the first couple of weeks. West Virginia, we know, is, and their head coach, Neil Brown, is on the hot seat this year. So we'll see. Both teams come in one and one. But once again, it's a rivalry game. It's in West Virginia where they burn the couches if anything good happens. And look, Pittsburgh's a one-point favorite on the road. This should be a darn good football game. It's in prime time on ABC. The backyard brawl on Saturday night between Pittsburgh and West Virginia. That ought to be really, really good stuff. So look forward to that. Once again, top five games I got my eye on this weekend in college football. Wyoming at Texas. Minnesota at North Carolina. LSU at Mississippi State, Tennessee, Florida, and Pittsburgh at West Virginia. We're getting people chiming in on the text line uh, talking about uh, some of the games uh, that they might be interested in. Listener Brian says, Cats or Wildcats versus Mizzou will be a good one. Old Big 12, Big 8 matchup. That's true. I don't think it's going to be a very good game, though, Brian. I think Kansas State routes Missouri. Um... I don't think that's going to be a great game. I think K-State wins 
by more than likely two to three touchdowns. So it doesn't make it that entertaining to me. Kansas State's on a mission. Missouri is still scuffling underneath Eli Drinkowitz. So yes, it's a it's a it's a great rivalry game, I guess, if you want to put it that. Or it's an old conference game, which is great. Uh, but at the same time, I still think uh, Kansas State probably wins easily over Missouri, in my personal opinion. All right, let's get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. In baseball last night, how about Chris Bryant against his former team? Gives the Rockies the go-ahead homer in the sixth, and the Rockies go on to beat the Cubs 6-4. to four. Elias D has three, had three hits. Brenton Doyle had two hits, and the bullpen did its job. It held on and was able to secure a win. Justin Lawrence got a strikeout with two on to end the game and get his 11th save. So Cubs and Rockies, rubber match of that three-game series is this afternoon at 110 Mountain Time on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Royals and White Sox played a doubleheader yesterday. Royals lost the first game 6-2. They would win a crazy one in game 2, 11-10. Royals were up 9-0, blew the lead, and then ended up winning it 11-10. Game 3 of that series tonight, 640 Central on AM790 KXXX. Thanks to Shreya Slaughter for listening. Thanks to you. Or sorry, thanks to Shreya Slaughter for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. And if you're missing the show, catch the podcast anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks again. We'll see you again in 23 hours. It's been The Blitz.